Que pasa? What's up, beautiful people? My name is Kiera, and I am the host of the podcast, The Power of Semen, where procreation is met with wholesome coexistence. We'll dive deep into untangling concepts of masculinity and femininity by thrashing out gender differences, a common sense idea that seems rather radical. Sound like something up your alley? Then this is the podcast for you. But just remember, it ain't for everybody. This is Tommy Noonan, and you are listening to Free Pizza. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the legendary Evna Despine in here. <laughs> What's up, Evna? Hi, how are you? I'm doing so well, and this is actually not a new interview even has been on the show uh before in 2020 when COVID was uh running rapid <laughs> around the country and um we was all hiding yeah we were definitely all hiding it was back in november of 2020 which is seems like five thousand years ago but it was literally two years ago so mm-hmm. um a different world but you know we're still in it but we're you know I guess on the upswing of the whole thing. So um, we're back and Evna has an amazing show that she's doing. Um, she's a curator and I'll link the other interview in the description. You can learn all about Evna in that interview, but we're going to talk about the show now. I'm so all excited. All the goods is in that interview. There's so- <laughs> Cause Evna is also an artist as well as a curator, but uh, total beast in New York city. I can't believe you're doing all this stuff. I still can't believe you're juggling all this, but you're figuring it out so <laughs> mm-hmm. that's amazing so yeah so tell us what you we've been doing you know since 2020 like what's been going on um since 2020 i feel like i've honestly been taking a lot of time to pace myself um you know no one really knew what was going to happen in 2020 no one knew like how the world was going to be, you know, what the new rules are, what the new normal is. Yeah. And so I was pretty much just taking my time and just distracting myself with meeting more artists. And, um, you know, a lot of, you know, great opportunities did come my way. Um, uh, Just recently in, in March this year, actually, I just did one of my biggest shows. I curated one of my biggest shows in Miami. (laughs) <laughs> so we are leaving New York City. Ooh. Yeah, we left New York City. We went to Miami. I went there. I was there for two months. I actually was supposed to be there for a month and a half, but they liked the show so much that it got extended for another month. Wow. Yeah, and so it was with the NULA Worldwide. We partnered together um, along with some other great creatives. And uh, we even got like locals involved, local organizations um, and artists involved um, to do a Haitian art exhibition for mm-hmm. Haitian Heritage Month. Um, it was amazing. I have to share photos with you. I'm pretty sure you've seen some things I've, as well. I think I've seen some, but yeah, definitely share more. Yeah, and so it was 8,000 square feet in the Miami Design District. Wow. And, um, yeah, I pretty much saw footage because I was working remotely from New York on this show. 
And I saw footage and I was just looking at the amount of space and I was like, what the heck am I going to do with all this? <laughs> like, how am I going to make that happen? Like, okay, God, I hear you. I see it. <laughs> and I'm just going to go with the flow. At first they asked if I wanted to like cut the room in half. And I was like, mm. like, I think that may be a good idea. No, I was sucking into it. I was like, maybe it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly all these people are like, even though you know who you are, you know, you, you can do this, yep. blah, blah. And I was like, okay, fine, great. Challenge accepted. So I took the full 8,000 uh, square feet. Oh, my and God. I had sculptures. I had uh, installations. I had paintings. I had collage work, photography. We had a freaking full, like, um, light box that had a photographer um, who's actually um, um, a journalist for, a photographer for the Miami Herald. Oh, that's dope. Newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, we've had, we had artists coming from all over. There was work from Haiti. There was work from New York, from Washington, D.C. Um, we even reached out to artists from Cali and just bringing all of these beautiful people, you know, these Haitian artists and um, also our, um, I forgot what they call them. <laughs> Having a bit of a brain fart. You're good. Uh, you're good. You're good. Uh, well, people who can relate to the Haitian culture and just are, you know, our yeah. friends. And so uh, we wanted it to be more than just about Haitian people. The show actually is called Nula. I'm like talking too fast. The show itself is the Nula um, exhibition. And Nula in Creole means we're here. Oh, I like that. And it was really cool, the area we were in. Um, we felt like, yeah, this is definitely site-specific because before the design district in Miami became the design district, it was all Little Haiti. Right. And so after a while, they took that portion of Little Haiti and turned it into the Miami design district. So, you know, with the whole idea of gentrification and being pushed out, a lot of patients had to move out of the area because they just couldn't afford it. Yep. Um, so to be able to bring the Haitian culture back into the area for to occupy that area for one month was a big statement. Um, and it was very surprising for a lot of people. We've even had Haitians who work in the design district, like curiously walking by and looking into the windows because they see the word and they know what it means. And they're probably like, is that what I think it means? Like, you know, yeah. I'm like seeing them and waving at them and like, you know, enticing them to come in and they're at the door. They're like, well, I can't because I'm working right now. But why are you guys here? <laughs> and that shocked me, you know, maybe it didn't, but it did. It just made me feel like, well, why? Why wouldn't we? Why, wouldn't I be? I be why here? can't we be here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, is this for Haitians? This is a Haitian show. And I'm like, yeah, this is a all Haitian art show and it it was just it just uh opened my eyes to realize you know the the discussion around Haitian artists and our presence in the in the art market really needs to be uh questioned you know yes and yes you know you know um I know for a fact that in you know getting into the art world and learning about 
more about art, you know, going into these different galleries. I remember in our last interview, I said that I didn't even know I was allowed into these galleries and stuff. Wow. I remember that you were talking about that. I sure do. Yeah. And so now I'm, you know, diving in and I'm going to all these different spaces in Chelsea and Soho and even in Brooklyn areas like Park Slope. And I'm like walking into all these different spaces, but I'm seeing so much African art and I'm seeing so much like Indian work or Middle Eastern work. I'm seeing, you know, from Asia, from um, even, you know, the Latin community. I'm seeing so much of that being presented, but I don't see any Haitian art. Wow. And if there is Haitian art or artwork, it's done by Haitian people, but then it's like a closed community where not a, the word is not getting out. Yes. Or people that I'm used to seeing in openings for different other shows are not in these spaces. And it's like, why is that? You know? And so I I've started to really take my career as a Haitian curator because I was always running away from that word. Mm-hmm. You know, that title. Oh, even though the Haitian curator, like, no. Curator. I'm a curator. That's it. Curator. Yeah, I'm a curator who so happens to be from Haiti. And so I wanted that to be, um, I I wanted, I just didn't want to be boxed in. But then I started to realize there aren't a lot of Haitian curators out here. Exactly. That's doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one's really sharing our story. I mean, yes, you know, we've migrated from Haiti. We've lived within the Black culture and the Black communities. And, in, you know, within the States period, we were here. But no one, we're not speaking up. We're not telling our stories. We're not sharing our own experiences as Black people, especially coming from the very first Black Republic, which is not even, you know... People know, but they don't really think mm-hmm. about that, or they don't really know. Yeah. So for me, I started to take my position more seriously about helping and catering to Haitian artists and Haitian artwork. And I'm not talking about, you know, the artwork that people are used to seeing all the time, um, as far as like um, tourist style work or beach sceneries or like. Uh, Caribbean women in the marketplace with baskets on their heads or even voodoo became a bit of a taboo after a while, like to commercialize, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I, I wanted people to realize that there are other styles of work now that artists are, are diving into, you know, we're doing sculptures now. Um, We've always done sculptures, but more in a contemporary form. We're like, creating film we're actually performing you know um conceptual work where um abstract has changed a lot you know since you know the classics or masters back in the day and uh they're all over we're all over canada you know um london we're in africa uh we're even in um different parts of uh spanish um, Caribbean islands. I don't oh, wow. even think people realize that. Yeah. yeah, I just found out we have Haitians in um, St. Lucia and Bermuda and stuff. And I'm like, well, what are you guys doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> Go, come see what y'all living like. You know what I'm saying? Come yeah. see what's up. <laughs> like, what's the art like over there? Because imagine those experiences. Yeah. You know, people have this idea that, okay, you're Haitian, you come from Haiti. 
But it's like, no, we're spread all over the world. We're everywhere. But we just don't talk about it. We don't realize it. You know, there's freaking um, Asian Haitians. There's Jamaican Haitians. Mm -hmm. There's African Haitian, Italian Haitians. You know, what are their experiences? What are their stories? You know, and how do we, you know, bridge that gap between all of us and come together? You know, what does that bowl of soup look like? It's, and it's very, it's, it's a mixed bowl for sure. <laughs> you got all those experiences and everything piled together. And that, you know, I'm sure these art shows you have are so vast and so diverse. And I definitely wish, you know, we took more pride, I guess, as a country to show that stuff. And not, it won't, it not be so hidden. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, and that's, I'm glad someone like you is kind of coming around like, hey, let's let's put this stuff on display. This is all very important, you know, and I and I definitely appreciate that. That's that, that's super amazing. So you're doing yeah. a, an amazing job. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned yeah. Canada because Canada, I went to Canada years ago for the first time and there is literally a crazy Haitian community there. And I was just blown away by Canada because all, a bunch of different cultures are there and they have their communities and it's super great, but you're right. Mm-hmm. Haitians are all over Canada, <laughs> you know. Especially in Toronto. Yeah, and that's where I went. I went to Toronto. And yeah, they're like booming out there. I have a few. Fr- I've made so many friends out in Canada. Yeah. Toronto, we got Mikhail Sergil, we got Oski, we have so many of these uh, amazing artists. Um, um, Manuel Matthew is out there, mm. and they're doing amazing work. And um, they're building the community there as far as the um, Haitian art community or the binelial, you know, the mix of all of us from Africa to the Caribbean to Haitians. It's a beautiful thing. And, you know, these are the kind of things that I want to share and make people more aware of. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's and going back to the Miami show and I'm thinking like 8,000 square feet. I'm just thinking like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. I couldn't have done that alone. But go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm sure you definitely had a team with you for sure to make uh, that happen. I had such a great team and it was more like partnership. We were all partners. Period. Okay. 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 And it was like, you know, my vision and my ideas mixed with everyone else that was on the team, you know, meshed that together. And we just came up with this beautiful production Yeah, and um, we were able to do things that you don't, you know, the number one thing that I was hearing from a lot of our guests coming into the space, especially Haitians, is that they've never seen Haitian artwork displayed at such a level, mm. you know, at yeah. such a um so the presentation was just purely like you're walking to a museum and they'd never seen that for Haitian artists before. And, um, I had guests come in and before they even walked in, their mouth is dropping to the floor and they're crying because it's, they're like, this is beautiful. The way that we're like presenting Haitian artists, like I've never seen it like that. And that was, that was super cool for me to, you know, to hear that. Mm -hmm. That's wild. I mean, and art is such a, I mean, I, I hate that people are seeing this stuff for the first time because art is so vast. It's like, I feel like there shouldn't be like, a, oh, this is my first time seeing a bunch of Haitian art up, you know? And it kind of shows the problems that we're having as, as far as, you know, art in America, at least, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 we're not doing a great job, you know, and there's a lot of people like you and people in this community here are trying to make these shows more diverse. But there needs to be more of a bigger stance on awareness on bringing different kinds of arts into these bigger mm-hmm. museums. So um, that's why I'm so grateful for uh, Max Pierre. Yeah, 
who was one of my partners in the show in Miami, because Max Pierre, you know, has a big stamp in, in the Miami culture, especially within the Haitian community. And so he was able to bring me into this whole new environment where I was, you know, getting to know a different side of the um, Haitian art community outside of New York. And I was meeting so many new people and engaging and, um, you know, Max knowing so many people and being so involved in the community and wanting to make the Haitian culture, you know, speak up a little bit, you know, you yes. know, enhance that voice for the Haitian community and doing so many different events. Um, that was that was just it was just great having him uh, kind of guide me in a sense, because I was fresh off the boat, if you will, <laughs> when it came to Miami. <laughs> that community was so new to me. I feel like maybe in a sense I had a bit of a, a, a culture shock. Mm hmm. Yeah, because the Haitian culture in 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 Miami is a lot different than what I'm used to in New York. You know, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so being able to work with him, I was able to learn so much. And then we had our other partner, Bachelor, um, who was part of it as well, who's also a musician. So he was able to open my palette with the music community out there. Um, and then our other partner, Jean-Claude Bernagine, um, he was a great help in helping us stay focused and stay connected. So with all four of us together um, pushing this new movement, the New Lao movement, uh, we just wanted very much for people to really tap into our history mm -hmm. and not the history that we're always used to hearing because, you know, when it comes to looking up anything that has to do with you Google Haiti and the first thing you're seeing is trash and in, in Port-au-Prince all over the place. And every every other article is Haiti is the poorest country in the world, yep. poorest country in the world. And mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, but that's what y'all saying. Y'all y'all need to listen to what we have to say about our country. Yes. You know, OK, we have issues, but. There's also a beautiful side to us that you're hiding. Mm. And why is that? Mm -hmm. There's also a richness in our history that you're not allowing anyone to learn about. Why is that? The, the main part of that exhibition, although the art was amazing, the art was beautiful. The artists that were involved were just, it was, it made all sense for us to be in the same space together. But if you were to take away all the art and what was left is the timeline, I think that would still be an amazing show. Yes. Because the timeline itself is what spoke to the history, the true history of Haitians and Haitian culture. We were, at, even for myself, I was learning so many new things that I've never known before. And I've wow. been Haitian all my life. Right? Say, yeah, you <laughs> You know, so I'm learning that Haiti actually, um, the first settler in Chicago was Haitian. Oh, wow. I was learning that there was a point when, um, you know, we're going through the, the war with Germany and the Holocaust, and Haiti was issuing visas for Jewish people to come and live freely in Haiti. Wow. You know, issuing visas and passes for people to escape the Holocaust. Um, what else was I learning that, you know, Haiti was actually helping other countries be free. Wow. After our, people were coming and asking us for help because they got wind that Haiti was a free black republic. So Haiti must know how to get out of this 
you know, Haiti must know how to be free. So let's go get some advice from our friends. And so Haiti was open, you know, the reason why South America was had their independence is because Haiti had a hand in that. Wow. You come back to America, I learned about the history of, um, you know, um, uh, is it Savannah? Where Haitians actually volunteered themselves to fight in the war in America. That actually makes Haiti sense. Haiti left Haiti. Haitians left Haiti and volunteered. We said, we're going to come help you get your liberation. Wow. That to me was like, Wow. Because after all you've been through, as far as being slaves, as far as having to fight, you know, you, you know, Haiti is so compassionate to humanity to the point that they're willing to sacrifice their own lives to help other people. That you know, is... and no... all that thing was just mind boggling for me because I was learning. I, you know, I had to do the research to get the show together. But then I'm doing the research and I'm like, wow, look what I missed. Or look what they were hiding from me, yes. from us. And it is, that's mm-hmm. what it is. And it's, that's on purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially, obviously, growing up in America and what they teach us about history and art and all that stuff. They, that That is done on purpose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's something that we should know. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We should know that Haiti and all the other countries that kind of, like I said, the media portrays these places as, as you know, poor you know uncivilized and this and that when it's just like no like we're very rich in culture we had a big hand in helping you guys out <laughs> you know liberation and all that stuff and so that's that's very unfortunate but that's the beauty of art art is educational mm-hmm. and you were able to mm-hmm. learn that stuff through art and i think that's beautiful so that, that's pretty amazing and with this new art show that's coming up or even with the artists I've been working with since 2020, the language is different. The stories are different mm. compared to the stories that you're, you want to hear, or you've been conditioned to keep listening to, Yes, you know, about the beautiful Island and stuff. You're missing the Haitian Americans that migrated. You're missing the, the Haitians that migrated into the U S and had their culture shock and had to readjust their livelihood to live to the American system mm. in order to chase that American dream. Right. Exactly. Um, quote unquote. Yes. Quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> you're missing the story. <laughs> you're missing the story of, of Haitians actually living in Haiti and living that, you know, black American reality mm. versus the Haitian reality. Cause in Haiti, we're free black folks. We can walk wherever we want. Yeah. I've heard that. You know, no one's going to look at us funny. Everybody looks the same. Yeah. You yeah. know, but you come into America and now there are rules. Now there are laws you have to abide to, to change the way that, you know, you are, you're no longer a human when you're here. Yes. Now you're part of a whole machine of, you know, working nine to fives and, you know, living up to the lifestyles of the American. I keep coming back to that word, the American dream, dream. You know, I'm telling you, it's it's very ironic that people come from places like that to usually get tr- treated worse and have more setbacks <laughs> than you would in your home countries. But it's just that's just, that's America. And in your home country, people think you're living good. Yeah. Like, yep. oh, you went to America, you made it, son. Like, this is like. <laughs> you know? You Not- got no worries. <laughs> oh, that's what you think. Yes. Or what about the stories of Haitians who've never went to Haiti, who've yep. never seen Haiti, mm-hmm. who barely speak the language, but that doesn't make them less of less Haitian than a Haitian living in Haiti. Right, right, right. You Absolutely. Know, it's, 
it's in our blood wherever we're from we're haitian i mean a person could be raised in haiti and raised here and we're still like we could say that we've been raised by the same mom and dad because we're all going through the same motions the same things yes speaking the same language waking up for sunday dinners going to church or you know you know, we're all being told the same things when we get in trouble. That's why we can all like laugh about it because <laughs> yes. when we make comments about if you do this, this is this is exactly what your mom's gonna say, act or do. And everybody's like, Yup, that's yep. my mom right there. Yep. You know? We're all connected. Right. All connected. So it's like how do we how do we we understand we're connected, but how do we stay connected? How do we keep vibing off of that? Yeah. You know, and we need to we need to figure that out. That's the part that's missing is bridging that gap between you know us here and you know our Haitians over there, yeah, exactly. or everywhere. Because uh, if we really think about it, Haiti stems from Africa. Where's the connection there? Why we need to figure that out as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you know that's I mean it can be done. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna take a little bit of work and a little strength in numbers to to make that work. But you know. I tell you, us in pa- us in numbers and connecting together is, is so powerful because you see it in small communities where people are connecting and bridging that gap and working together. And it's a beautiful thing. But if we can make that on a larger scale, Haiti, Africa, United States and really bring, bring it in, mm-hmm. that would be a that would be a wonderful thing. It would be a problem. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people here <laughs> know that and they want to keep that separated and keep mm-hmm. us dumb. This, it's all part of the play and that's why i love art because we could tap into that and no one can say anything it's art right yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. and then you just take it as it is or you take it how you want but it's what it's there in your face you know yeah so i love that so much yes yes so yes it's not just since we're here i'm so excited for this show um Mm -hmm. so tell us first of all go back to the beginning were you, is this your show? This is curated by you, just you, right? Yeah, this is curated by me. Um, Heath Gallery and I, where the show is going to be held. Heath Gallery is in Harlem. And um, Sandra, the director, and also uh, the gallery owner. Uh, we've been talking for a while about figuring out like how we could work together, because I've always wanted to do a show in her space since I've known her. Um, she was one of those uh, mentors that I you know, went to from time to time, even in the beginning of the pandemic, right before, you know, I've been talking to Sandra and she's been such a great, um, she's, she's just been really good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. As far that. as being there and someone to talk to and to lean on, even about this art stuff, because she's been in the game longer than I have, you know? And so when the time came for us to work together, um, I was most, at that point, I was really interested in pushing the narrative of Haitian art. And I said, you know, Sandra, um, I'm really interested in doing an all Haitian art show in your space. And it so happens that she's never she's never shown Haitian artwork. Oh, wow. Or she's never had a full Haitian art show. just about you know Haitian artists, contemporary Haitian artists. So I felt like that would be something fresh to bring into the space and um, introducing that into the neighborhood itself. And I'm from Harlem, so that w- it's even more special for me, you know, uh, being born and raised in Harlem and then having been there since 16, and then now I'm coming back. 
and I'm coming back about Haiti, you know? Yes. So that's that's even a more special moment for me. And so that was the plan for me to bring. And I've been sitting on it for months, figuring out, you know, who do I want? And this is before Miami show, too. So it's like, OK, I'm going to get through Miami. <laughs> and then from Miami, I, I, I'll figure out what's what needs to be talked about. Yeah. And, um, you know, going back to the beginning of this conversation, I was saying how um, Haitian artists are not really put out there as much uh, until recently. <clears throat> I started to get really excited because I've been seeing a lot of Haitian artists um, popping up now in different shows. Um, and it's like known spaces. And so uh, that kind of sparked it for me, like, okay, you know, you know, Haitians are being seen now. So now is the time for us to really make noise. Let's do an all Haitian show. All Haitian. Let's do a, okay, y'all getting a taste of Haitian art. Let me give you a full plate. You yes, know? yes. And so my whole thing was I don't necessarily I didn't necessarily want to dive into a subject or a specific concept, but I just wanted the moment to like reintroduce Haitian art. And so I decided I wanted to bring together a collective of artists that are doing different things, you know, and um, this is just our way of saying, hey, we're here, mm. you know, we're contemporary artists, we're artists of today, we're not doing the things that you're used to seeing in the past. So come in and since we're here, let's just talk about this new new art you're experiencing, you know, since we're here, let's talk about Haitian artists and you know, the history of art versus what you're seeing now. You know, I kind of keep saying it. My team laughs at me, but I'm like, you guys think that this is an art show about Haiti, but really the artwork is bait. <laughs> <laughs> to bring you into the space. To bring you into the space. Have conversation. So you can see what we're working with now. But now since we're here, let's build on the conversation about Haitian artists in the art world, in the art market. Yo, that is very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what art does, though. It is. It really is bait for conversation and um, awareness. So that's amazing. So how was it finding the artists to be a part of this show? I mean, are they from? I know they're from all over. So tell us about how you were able to to get these different artists together. Uh, well, most of the artists are based here in New York. Okay. Some of them recently moved to New York, gotcha. um, which is super exciting. Um, there's a couple of artists that I'm, it's my first time working with them, like Patrick DeCastro. He's based in Miami, Florida. Dope. Um, we have, um, Sebastian Pierre. He's based here in New York, I believe Brooklyn, but, um, this is my first time actually working with his work and he does collaging, oh, man. um, like digital collaging. I thought it was. You know, with collaging, you're cutting paper and putting things together. And yeah. honestly, it, it's not that. So when I started learning more about Sebastian, I was like, whoa, you just blew my mind. It took me to a whole different <laughs> different space. So he's a new artist that I'm getting to know. Um, but for the rest of the uh, artists that are being featured, I've been I've known these artists for years. Wow. I've been in this art game since 2015. I think I really started meeting artists um, starting 2017. Oh so there's people like Natalie Jolivert. I've known Natalie for over three years. Stephen Babone is also in the show. 
Stephen and I could pretty much say that we were born together into this art world because Stephen <laughs> just moved to New York. Oh, wow. And um, I've been stalking him on Instagram for a long time. We always <laughs> laugh about it because I always say it. I would, I slid into his DM and was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and it just, we just took it from there. And then I found out he was moving to New York. And so I actually uh, was the first um, to, um, Steven's first show, group show in New York was with me. And that was my first show that I ever curated in New York City. So Steven wow. and I have a really big history. Good um, mm-hmm. yeah. Frank Desus, he's another one, Frank Desus. Um, he's an artist that I've known for a few years now, and I've been to the studio so many times. And from the time that I've, the first you know, set of work that I've seen to him to what he's doing now, I actually can say that I've seen his work evolve over the years. Um, and for the rest of them as well, Charles was in the Miami show. Charles Jean-Pierre, um, he's based in Washington, D.C. Uh, so for him to be in New York, um, it's it's really nice to be able to bring people from out of, you know, out of towners into New York City. Because yes. New York City is pretty much the place you want to be when it comes to the art and art, the art world. For so sure. Yep. To have them, you know, send their work to me. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, but for the most part, I pretty much am friends with almost everyone or just building relationships. And it's a great start, you know, getting to know all of these artists. And so, yeah, and it's interesting because I know all of them, but they don't all necessarily know each other. Each other, that's the thing. So, yeah, so this is a, another beautiful way of bringing all of us into one space and actually saying, hey, yo, we're all pretty dope here. Why aren't we like getting together more often yes absolutely you're creating that that sense of community and you know new york is new york is a small big place (laughs) i mean space is it's very small but there's so many people there and it's glad you have this event that's going to bring people really together in one place and have Mm -hmm. conversations share stories and you know just Mm-hmm. And coming from different boroughs, too, because we have Natalie Jolivere, is, um, she lives in Manhattan. We have Tasha from the Bronx. We have a whole bunch of Brooklyn heads. So we're all coming together in Harlem. And Harlem is like that. Mm, we're going to Harlem? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a ride, you yeah. know? Yeah. But, you know, for me, Harlem, it's like... Hmm, home away from home. So let me bring you home. I'm going to invite you into my home and then we're going to, you know, enjoy the experience together. Absolutely. Yo, that is, that's amazing. And obviously the show's coming together beautifully. Everyone's, is all the artwork already there and everything, everything's set up? Um, So delivery starts the week of. Okay, October. Um, which is the show is October eighth, so delivery starts that week and it's installation week. and everything. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna worry about it or we get about that. <laughs> <I was laughs> that's, that's next week. We're all logistics, you know, making sure everybody's on board, and then we're gonna deal with that. That's a whole other you know conversation right there with installation. I... And it's interesting because everyone has 
everyone has a part of their job that they love and there's a part that they absolutely hate absolutely and for me as much as i love bringing everybody's work together installation oh god trash <laughs> because you get there and somebody's pieces are probably larger than life and you're just like how are we gonna make this work <laughs> but you always do it you always do always it find a way you yep. know yeah so that's, that's that's are you gonna show any of your work in there or no no okay. i always get that question when i put a show together that's fair i find it super interesting but it's always this controversy about you know curators showing their own work and yeah arch i don't know there's no rules to it but i just feel like when it comes to me putting shows together i rather the focus be on that i don't want to be curator and the artist at the same time you know yeah yeah that makes sense that makes if, sense if i'm going to be part of a show let it not be something i'm doing because i don't have to think about all of that stuff you know yeah that's a lot eh, that would be a lot for you actually trying to facilitate and then also have your work that makes a lot of sense <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh man so as far as um god that was my thing my train of thought um well oh yes will there be any artist talks like are you gonna have a date for that where people can ask the artist yeah. questions or like a panel yeah, so October 15 is going to be the artist discussion. Okay. Um, I'm also going to be having a little workshop. Um, it's, a, it's a little bit off topic, but I still think it's kind of special and a way to bring a fresh audience into the space. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend of mine named Laura Shaw. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Her name is Laura, and she has this tea company called Zanset Tea mm-hmm. Co. And so she actually creates her own blends of teas, and she's Haitian. That's dope. And she does these workshops where she teaches people about, you know, the different purposes of different herbs and how to mix your teas and so i'm bringing that workshop into the space it's something just nice and calming and uh, who wouldn't like a cup of tea to accompany them during a discussion so Absolutely. right after that i'd love to have a discussion and yeah i'm inviting as many artists to take part um uh, i've been requested to do a zoom i may do a zoom for those who are out of town and can't participate um but other than that, yeah, we're having one October 15 artist discussion. That's my favorite part of the showing is go to the artist discussion. You learn so much. Um, and how many artists we have? You said 14? Uh, it's 14. 14 artists in the, in, in Harlem. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And this is also, this, if you can't tell people, this is a collaboration. I'm going to talk to all these artists on this show and have, I think I'm going to put y'all on Thursdays because I'll probably still the show on Tuesdays. And have mm-hmm. the collaboration on Thursdays um, with all the artists in the show, and I'm so excited to get to know everyone. I think it's the second time I've done this with a. I did I did a dance festival a couple of years ago and interviewed all the dancers. Um, I all love doing one. this. Yeah, it was it was it was it was it was intense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just making time to get the dancers and just anyways, it's fine. It's not that hard. It's just making the time to do it, and I'm very excited to do this. I wish I could get there before 23rd. Maybe I can sneak up there. Who knows? But um, <laughs> but I would love to see the show. So what's after this show? What do you have planned? Um, after this show, I'm going to be going to um, 
Actually, I'm going to take a bit of a break between this because I have to get ready for Miami Art Basel. Yes. Coming up. Um, I'm not sure yet if I will be curating anything, but I know that uh, the same team um, from the NULA exhibition uh, coming together, NULA Worldwide is coming together with some other organizations, and we're going to be taking over the Little Haiti Cultural Center, which is like the, one of the main you know, um, sightseeing um, is an important building in the Haitian community in Little Haiti. Uh, so we're planning on doing, you know, film screenings. Uh, there's a gallery in the space, so there will be an exhibition there. Um, there's going to be concerts, um, uh, discussions we're hoping to set up as well. And uh, vendors, because it is a marketplace, so they'll be introducing some new things there as well. So that's going to be exciting. So I'm gearing up for that. Yo, that is, uh, that's amazing. Always busy, but that's just the life of an artist. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it's truly never ending if you want it to be. So. Well, I'm definitely taking a break right after that. You won't see me till February, for <laughs> sure. But yeah, yes, because I think this is like this year was actually a warm up to next year, you know, because mm. then it's like, OK, we had that long break between 2020 and 2022 trying to figure things out and like things are starting to pick up again. 2022 is like everything's coming back from like, you know, concerts are happening again. Festivals are opening again. Freaking we had Labor Day in Eastern Parkway and that hasn't happened in over two years. You oh, know? how was that? Um I didn't go. Oh, okay. okay. But I've seen everyone having fun okay. from the comfort of my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a legend. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I ain't going to that. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, our galleries, there's so many art shows that are popping up everywhere. It's super exciting. So it's like everybody's trying to get back into the groove of being outside again. So I feel like this was all like training, warm up, whatever you want to call it. Because 2023, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel it like it's going to be. It's going to pop. Epic. It's yeah, going to be pop. epic. I think this this year is the first year where there's been like no restrictions like at all. Like 2022, mm-hmm. everyone's going to slide back in. And I think you're right. 2023 is going to be so crazy. I'm excited for it because hopefully I can get with you in person and mm-hmm. collab again and actually interview these artists in person. That's my goal right. with you next year because I would love to collaborate with you for the rest of my life if I can, and <laughs> just do it more. Ditto, ditto. Hey, just be in New York. Says, hey, what's up, New York City? All right, I'm coming up there. We do it in person. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my goal. But everyone listening, of uh, like I said, this is not really. A, this is more of a discussion and an interview. I interviewed yeah. Evna um, a couple years ago. If you want to get the full story about Evna, I'll link it in the description. Um, but every Thursday, starting next week, we're gonna have a new artist from this exhibition throughout the, the rest of October. So that's uh, so dope. I yes. know everybody's going to be super excited, especially the ones that are out of town that can't really get involved as much. Right. I feel like it's important to find ways to have everyone have their moment to voice themselves and to express, you know, their work. And yeah, I'm super excited for all these artists. Absolutely. I'm sending emails all day today. <laughs> I'm gonna try and to get. I'm gonna, I'm, on you. I'm gonna try. Sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm trying to get all 14 in. Hopefully, within the next two weeks. So mm, you stretching it, but I am. I'm not asking for all 14, but I am. You I can am. Do it. I, well, even if I have to do, even if I have to put interviews up after the show is over, I still want to get the stories because I'm just yeah. that's that's what I want to do. But I'm trying to get the meat of it. 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great stories. Like you think you have issues until you hear the next person's, you know, experience. And so, yo, like people like Natterson is really blowing my mind right now. He's another artist that's in this show. This kid, young kid, this kid left his home in Orlando with nothing. Oh. Came to New York and said, I'm going to make this happen. And it's only been eight months. And this kid's already had people buying his art from the streets. Like, he will park up in Union Square and start painting just randomly. Um, He will paint in the train stations. And people were stopping and having conversations with him and buying his art right off of him. But we're not talking about measly 80. People are fishing out $600 and handing it to him. So this is his way of survival. Like, he's making his, you know, he's paying his way through New York to make his art career happen by just making and selling his art. And it's working. Yo. Already had shows with Black Wall Street. I'm not sure if you've heard of that guy. I have. Yes, I have. First show of Black Wall Street. He has like, He's building his collectors now. He just recently sold to two people that are like amazing people that are now part of his, you know, uh, um, contact list of, you know, collectors. Collectors and and clients, yeah. He has, he's just doing it. And I'm just looking at him like this, like, people need to know your story. People need to hear this. People need to see and understand. Like he, I don't know if you understand what I'm telling you. This kid left his home with his mom had a huge garage where he had an immense amount of space to do his work to come to new york and be busting it in a little corner because we know new york city yes when it comes to space yes there's not a lot of it and he's just making it work no matter where he is train station park you know you give him a spot and he's like cool and he's just moving and working he does not sleep Literally get phone calls at one in the morning. Hey, man. <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm guessing you're painting. You have a great idea right now. It's yeah. Like, yeah no, I do, this actually. kid is really doing it. A lot of amazing stories. So I know for sure you're going to enjoy talking to all these artists. Yes. I'm super hype. Um, thank you for hitting me up. You know, I'm you know, being a full-time artist. I got more time to do this. So that's why I'm happy to do it. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of the 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 the, the show in a, in an indirect way. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So your involvement is even more important because you're in an area, you know, you're living in an area that's like out of reach from New York. Yeah. But yet, because of technology, we're able to still connect and get these stories out. You know, I don't want to stay stagnant in New York. I want Haiti to be everywhere. Yes. You know. And starting with, you know, nationally throughout the U.S., but then I want, I'm aiming for, like, Haiti and China. I want Haiti and freaking India. Mm. I want Haiti everywhere. Like, we should be sharing our stories. Little do people know, although we all are coming from different worlds, we go through the same things. Yes, we do. We're all the same. It's just different cultures. Yes. You know, the women are still struggling the same as women you know black women are struggling the same as indian women we're just indian or black that's all it is that's it that's really yeah (laughs) and i've worked with indian artists like i've worked with artists from the middle east so i hear their stories and i'm like wow that's that that's me or oh that's that sounds like my mom's story you know yeah yeah absolutely that's amazing i'm so i'm so hyped up 
especially with the story with the artist from Orlando, that sounds crazy. But we're going to talk about all the, I want to talk to all these people. I uh, have to. Spoiler alert. I gave it too much, too much you, of the story. You gave it a little <laughs> tease. There's always some in between that needs to be talked about. So we're, we're going to get to the, 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 the gritty of that story. Um, and hopefully in a couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. But yo, Evna, this is so amazing. I'm so excited to um, collaborate. It's going to be so cool. But definitely let all the artists know that they're going to get an email. <laughs> um, probably today or tomorrow for the rest of the week and get everyone interviewed. But y'all, be on the lookout for that because it's going to be happening every single week, maybe twice a week, so I can get every artist in before the show ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, thank you so much for hitting me up again. Thank you for having me again. Of course. It won't be the last time. Won't be the last. Yes. Yeah, so stay on the line. But everyone listening, thank you for listening. This is a collaboration. So be on the lookout for that. Support Evna. Her art is insane as well. Um, you can hear about Evna's art on the interview we did in 2020, which I will link in the description. Um, but if you're in New York City, I know I have a lot of listeners from New York. Go to this show in Harlem, October 8th, 8th? through the 23rd. At Heath Gallery. Yes. 8th to the 23rd. Yes, Heath Gallery in Harlem. But yes, thank you for listening, everyone, and see you later. Bye. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store, go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.